end another episode where I bring you a story of a woman who inspires inspires the socks off of me, to be truthful. Um, I admire her greatly, and I have just gotten to know her over the last year and watch how she runs her multi-seven-figure business with grace and humility. I know it seems like those things don't go together so often. I don't know if you find yourself in a situation where those who are at the top are disconnected from you. That's where I found myself in my previous company. And one of the biggest differences I've seen is the accessibility of the top leaders. And this woman in particular, Mallory, I'll open up a text or my back office where we can message in there, and I'll often see a message from her just of encouragement, and it means so much to me. And so I am super excited to bring her to you today. So that's what we're going to get started with. You're going to get to hear from my friend, Mallory. So pop in. Let's take a listen. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay. Go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. This is so fun. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here. I was laughing over your reel over the, um, the princess sound. That one cracks me up. It's, it's my favorite. So anyways, um, really quick, would you just introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are, and then we're going to hop right into it because we got some good stuff to go over. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it so much. I just love the value that you're adding to your space on, you know, like our own little corners of the internet, if you will. Right. And um, I think what you're doing is, is just amazing. So thank you today. Um, yeah, like Michelle said, my name's Mallory Garshnik. I am a wife, a mom. I am a originally a generation dentist and um, got into our industry about, oh my gosh, almost 10 years ago now, which is kind of crazy. Um, originally just to earn extra income, pay off my student loans. And um, if you went to, you know, college or a lot of school for as long as I did, like, you know exactly what I'm talking about, probably. Um, and so then as that started to grow and my online business surpassed my income as a dentist, I was like, okay, hold on. Like, what is it that I, you know, where are my real priorities and where do I see my, my future? Um, and what kind of life do I really want to create here? So I ended up cutting back and going part-time and ultimately retired just shy of my 30th birthday. Um, so I no longer practice dentistry and about two years ago, 
I transitioned. I left my my first company where you know got into the tippy top and had a really successful, super lucrative career, but I was the only person on my team of about 2,500 people who got to that tippy top level of success. And, you know, you might be saying like, okay, well, who cares? Like you, you had the great paycheck, you were earning, you know, the free trips and the car and all the things. So, you know, why would you walk away from that? You are absolutely insane. And a lot of people did feel that way, right? Like I, I, I get it, but but here's the question that I asked myself and I, you know, really, it, it made me pause. It's like, Hey, if you're the only one who's winning, is that really winning? Right. So I took a leap. Um, I found a place here at Modere with you and, um, you know, found a place where, where we have the systems in place. We have an amazing, um, portfolio and everybody can win here. And so, being, um, I went from being the only person on my team earning the international trips and all of that sort of stuff um, to in November when we earned that trip to Cabo, all expenses paid, all of that good stuff. We had 39 people on our team who earned that with us. So in just two short years, we've you know far surpassed the success that we had there, which was huge. Um, but the most important part of that is the fact that people are winning here. And, um, and I don't take that lightly, you know, like I, it was a, it was a scary decision to make to leave such a lucrative income and a, you know, such a, a, a good business, so to speak. Um, but, but it was the right move and, and often what's right is not always easy. Uh, yeah. Getting uncomfortable is where that fruit and that challenge is. And um, just that ability to really push us beyond our limits and try something that, you know, it's, it might be good here, but what if there's something better that's out there and you just have to take that, that leap? Um, there's so much that you said that I'm like, yes, but I so resonate with going on the trips alone. I didn't get to the point where I was doing the international trips, but within our team, we would earn different little trips and I was the only one going. And I, I think what was super frustrating is I would talk to my team and I'd say, where do you want to be? And they'd be like, oh, I want to be where you are. But then my next question was, are you willing to do what it takes to get there? And it was frustrating because they didn't know what it took to get there and what it took seemed so, so much more than they were willing to give because it really took everything from them. So let's talk about that here. Like what? Just a child falling. It's fine. It's fine. It's no big deal. It's cozy. <laughs> um, so let's talk about that here. What is it that really makes it possible for everybody to win if that's what they want to do? Yeah. So when you were saying that, I was thinking about a um, conversation that I had when I, I earned like the first international trip that we earned was the trip to London and I was there with my husband and um, actually we weren't married yet at that point. Um, Nope, we had just gotten married. It doesn't matter. Okay, so anyway, a girl on my team called and she's like, you're having such an amazing time. Like, what do I need to do to go on this trip? And and this girl, you guys was, I mean, she had a good customer base. She was, yeah. she had a good life. Like she liked what she was earning and she liked what she was doing and the amount of time and effort it took for her to do what, what she did. Mm -hmm. For my heart sinking and I was like, oh, uh, you're going to have to build a team of a couple thousand people in a year if you want to be on the next one. Right. And so 
industry odds, like the standard in the industry is 70 to 80% of people are never going to recruit. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. if that's true, then why are all these companies building their compensation plans around with rank advancements requiring that you recruit and build a team? If only 20 to 30% of people are ever going to even recruit one person, why is the entire compensation plan built around that, right? Like, why aren't we creating a compensation plan, which this is one of the things I love about Modera nine years ago, right? When they were sitting around and, and figuring all this stuff out, they're like, okay, what do we do to help people win? Mm -hmm. okay, let's look at what most people are doing. Most people come into this industry because they want to get customers and they want to earn. So if that's what 80%-ish of people are doing, then let's build titles. Let's, let's allow those people to rank advance. Let's allow those people to hit the tippy top of this company, earn insane commissions, earn bonuses, earn trips, do all the things, right? Because that's actually what people want to do. Yeah. Whereas other companies are doing it, in, in my opinion, in the wrong way. Like you're holding people back from, from seeing massive success and you're kind of building that into the compensation plan and it just seems a little i don't know honestly yeah yeah i think what i'm so blown away by is we have this desire of service whether it's to our business side of things or to our customers and it's not just lip service because so often every company is like we want to serve we want to serve we want to serve and that. yeah they do but are they willing to put their money where their mouth is and really serve their consultants, you know, their business partners, that side of things, so that they can truly serve their customers and their teams in, an, in a genuine, easy, simple way. So it hit me when I had the opportunity to talk to Justin and I was like, yeah, this is so simple. And he's like, actually, it was incredibly difficult. And boom, I was like, wait a second, they did what was hard so yeah. we can do the easy part yep, and watch people truly succeed. It blows me away. No, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I saw this quote that I just, I just saw this. It blew me away. It says, you know, we talk about disrupting in the industry and how many years did we hear that in our former company? We're disrupting and, and we'd run with it. And I saw this, it says collision, unlike disruption, involves more than introdu introducing a technological innovation or revamping the business model or customer value proposition. It's about the emergence of an entirely different kind of company. Mm. That's what we've got here. Totally. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And I, I think that that's like, you know, I get messages all the time from people being like, hey, you know, is it really different? Because some people think like, you know, you're like, oh, I have experience in this industry. Every company is the same. The products are just a little different. And guys, like that could not be further from the truth. And one of the things that looking back, I'm like, huh, I should have, that should have been a red flag to me is when people are like, hey, we have the best compensation plan out there. Don't even bother going and looking at anybody else's. Just, just, you know, focus on what you've got right here because this is the best. This is the best. This is the best. Right. And I'm like, that should have been a red flag. Right. Like, like now I would encourage anyone of our teams. I'd be like, oh, if you think there's something better out there, please go find it. And if you find it better than what we have, I will come with you. Yeah. 
like truly I mean because because I just I mean I've done so much research while I was because when I left my my first company I was not going to do this again I was like okay do I go back to dentistry well I knew I couldn't go back right away because I was super pregnant so I wouldn't even be able to like really reach my patient very well um, and I knew I'd have to, you know, who's going to hire me, right? Like I walk in with this big belly and they're like, no. <laughs> so I knew that that wasn't, you know, a right now plan, but I looked into real estate. I looked into like seven or eight different companies, Michelle, because I was like, maybe I should do this again, but, but I don't know. And, and there were just things that I found about each company. There's nothing, they're not bad. It's just yeah. that there were things that I Mm, that's not going to work for a lot long term, right? Or um, anyway, so as I was looking here, I was like, all right, I've got to find out like what's the catch, you know? And everything that I would learn about mode hair, I would just love it more. And I'm like, all right, I'm still looking because there's got to be something like nothing's perfect, right? You guys, this is as daggum close to perfect. <laughs> yes, I said daggum. <laughs> Thank you for keeping it clean. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, right. This is the um, but it is it is, you know, so close and every time I learn something else about the heart of the company and the values of the company, um and every decision that they make is in alignment with that. And you know, so I tell people like, "Hey, you can look around. Like, I'm not going to try to convince you that this is the best, right? And if somebody is trying to convince you of that, where whatever company you're in, like maybe that's a sign. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's something that you should be aware of because if it really was the best, they would encourage you to look around because they already know that nothing's going to beat it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with everything that you said. And, and I think what over here has allowed me to do is level up my professionalism and really, you know, if, if I did sell real estate for a number of years and if I was going to go change firms, I would interview each company and know what is the nuance there? What is it, you know, wh what are they going to offer me? All of those things. And um, to truly, without expectation, tell somebody, yeah, go look around, look at their comp plan, send it to me because I want to take a look at it too. I literally just told that to somebody. I'm like, I want to see what it says. I want to know what what's out there. So um, I, I so, so completely agree with you. And I love I love your perspective because it trickles down and I have the opportunity to glean from your leadership and Lisa and Sarah and everyone who has this perspective of no, truly, we want you to do what's the best for you. And if this happens to be it, fantastic. If it doesn't happen to be it, fantastic. Like, we want it, we want it to be, be the best for you. So as we wrap up, what is it that gets you excited about where we're going? And we only have three hours, so you'll be totally fine. I think you can cover it all there. Yeah. Well, that show. It's March 1st, right? And Social Retail 2.0 is launching in 10 days, um, which is absolutely crazy. So we are already, you know, miles ahead of, of the competition with the way that we're doing social retail, just the 1.0 version of it. Mm -hmm. And it's so fun to see, you know, other companies trying to kind of like follow in our footsteps, um, which is great, right? Imitation is the highest form of flattery. So I'm totally on board with that, but um, we're eight years ahead. So, you know, that's fine, but we're already ahead. And I love that we're pivoting to 2.0. 
So it's going to allow us to acquire customers easily, retain customers more easily, and reward our customers. And so to me, I mean, already doing those things really, really well. I like to think of it like this. Like I, I think of it as like a campfire, right? Like, like you've got this little fire next to your tent or whatever, and it's like this tiny little thing. And social retail 2.0, like corporates coming and pouring like a huge pile of gasoline mm-hmm. all over this fire's fine. It's enough fire, like it's good. Everything is great. You're already super happy. And they're literally like pouring gasoline on top of the fire, turning it into this massive bonfire, right? So that's one of the things that I respect so much because so often companies will pivot with so much resistance. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, let's just try to make this work. You know, I thought about BlackBerry the other day of how they were like completely unwilling to get rid of the buttons on the phone to, you know, do the whole smartphone thing, even though that's what the consumers wanted. And is that they have, you know, now had to shut their doors, right? Like, so, you know, sometimes companies will go that route and they just are so stubborn that it ends up being to their detriment or they'll wait for so long until sales have declined for so long that it's like, we have to do something, hurry, hurry, figure this out, like throw spaghetti against the wall, figure out what we can do that's gonna work to fix this problem. Modera is the exact opposite of both of those situations, you guys, like it is, what we're doing is we're we're adding to it, we're pivoting, we're making it even better before that's even necessary at all. And that takes a lot of work, that takes a lot of dollars, that takes a lot of time, Right, like you don't just do make these sort of changes lightly. So, what is coming in the next ten days is is literally going to blow people's minds. Like we know about this much of it um, right now, and so I wait for it to just be public. We can talk about it all the time, but um, no one else is doing anything like this. N- no one, not just in our industry, but like anywhere. And so, what we're doing is truly setting us apart from all the competition. So instead of just being miles ahead of the competition, like we're soaring the light years ahead. I can't wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. It gets me so excited. And I think what it takes it back to is humility, the the ability to do things that no one is doing because it's hard and recognizing that something needs to change. But this vision, like I keep talking about how how monumental this vision is that they had nine years ago to bring us to where we are and then that humility and vision to recognize that everything's great but we can be even better if we make these tweaks or these big changes or you know whatever is to come it's going to be even better because we truly want to serve our community in a way that is sacrificial and i just i just love that it gets me so excited cannot wait So Mallory, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for your leadership. It's been just such a joy to get to know you virtually. And so I can't wait to give you a big squeeze next week. Next week. I know. I know. So if something that we have said has, has said, have said, wow, that was really great grammar. Um, if something we've said has resonated with you and you're like, holy cow, I need to hear more about this. What, what is this? then please reach out to Mallory or myself. We would love to answer your questions and really just talk you through what the nuances are. If it's a great fit for you, awesome. If it's not, awesome. I mean that with every fiber of my being. Have a phenomenal day and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
her story, her perspective, the way that she runs her business is just so phenomenal. And the greatest thing about it is it's not unique to our team. It's not unique to our social retail culture. That's how the leaders run. That's how they do things. And they encourage everybody to do the same. So thank you so much. If there's something, like I said, in the, at the end of, of our interview, if there is something that resonated with you, if you've listened to multiple episodes of these and you start thinking, okay, this, there's got to be something to this. If you want some more information, I would love to chat with you. And if you're like, okay, I'm not quite ready to have that phone call, I totally get that. Go to bit.ly slash social